Thanks for being here with me on the podcast. This is the Monday release version. And what does that mean? That means that this is the audio track from videos that I began to record and first put on Facebook and then uploaded to my YouTube channel. If you want the link for the YouTube channel, it'll be in the information contained with this podcast. Well, I just pray that God encourage you and bless you and strengthen you today as together we open Scripture and learn more about what God desires for each of us. Well, hello, back here with you in my office. And again, I guess this is the seventh time I'm looking at Scriptures where Paul describes what he is convinced about. And I believe that God is continually wanting to convince us about things out of Scripture, not just so that we're aware of them or have heard them or know about them, which is a part of a process of being convinced when God, through his amazing grace, helps us to believe as we hear what Scripture declares, then that becomes an ever-growing and ever-deepening reality in our lives. I don't approach the Word of God as a must-do, to-do list of propositions and principles that I'm to do my best to try to make happen. No, I've chosen to see it as what God desires to do in my life, to change in my life, to transform in my character and personality, and things that he desires to do through me, because he is the one who began this good work in me and this good work in you, and he began it by grace, and he will complete it by grace. Grace for the believer, that's God's power. God's ability, God's strength to do and to work and to complete everything he begins. And I believe that God wants us to stay in the race solely by grace. Okay, let's look here now at another application, another time that Paul is convinced about something. And this time it is in Romans chapter 14, verses 13 through 23. The key verse is verse 14. I'll start with it, and then we'll go through the verses. Paul is writing now. He says, I know, and I am convinced in my heart of hearts. I'm convinced in the deepest portions of my being. Isn't that great when we're not a double-minded person? being tossed around, but what we know in our minds, we also know in our hearts experientially because of the work of God in our lives. Listen, you're going to burn out, tire out, and other things out if you're trying to do the impossible. Your job is not to transform yourself. Your job is to spend time with the one who is the transformer, the person of the Holy Spirit in Scripture. Okay. So Paul says, I know and I'm convinced in the Lord Jesus, nothing is unclean in itself. 
but to the one who thinks something is unclean, to that person it is unclean. Now let's let's look at this in context. It's talking about food. It says, the one who is weak eats only vegetables, but don't despise him. Don't judge him. God receives him. So let's look at this in context now. Starting at verse 13. Therefore, let's not judge one another anymore. There was judging going on about what to eat and what not to eat and how to eat it and when to eat it and where to eat it and where not to eat it. But rather, rather than do that, we're to be determined, what? Not to put an obstacle or a stumbling block in a brother's or sister's way. Listen, we need help to do that because there are people who are very, very convinced that vegetarianism, veganism is godliness or it's almost a god. Listen, if that's how they're looking at it, love them. God will work things out. I remember the day my son came home and said, Dad, I'm going to go vegetarian. And I said, Son, that's wonderful. Go for it, but don't let it become a holy religious thing for you. And I don't know how many months it went on, and the phone call came, Hey, Dad, I'm at the hamburger stand enjoying a hamburger, and it's never tasted better. Well, now to the purist... He certainly was a fallen vegetarian. And to the meat lover, they may have thought it was foolish that he didn't enjoy burgers regularly. But what is God saying here? Look, be convinced. Know yourself. It's not unclean. That also means if you've discovered something new, the world of no pork, or the world of no egg, or the whatever world. Keep it to yourself. It doesn't matter. You know how we know when we're getting goofy? When we want everybody to know just how wonderful our diet system is. Oh, Father, deliver us. Anyway, let's not judge one another about what they eat. But let's be determined, Holy Spirit, help us not to put an obstacle or a stumbling block in a brother's or sister's way. There are bigger things to talk about. Jesus, what he has done and what he will do and what he wants to do today. So we can be knowing and convinced nothing's unclean in itself. Help us to know that, Jesus. And help us to respect that if someone thinks it's totally wrong to eat A, B, or C, well, to them that's wrong, that's unclean, that's improper, that's unholy, whatever. Going on in verse 15, For if because of food your brother or sister is hurt, think about that now, you're no longer walking in accordance with love. Don't destroy with your choice of food the person for whom Christ died. Therefore, do not let what is for you a good thing be spoken of as evil. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. What does it say now? The kingdom of God is not about eating and drinking. 
the kingdom of men might be, and your kingdom might be, and your thoughts might be, but it's not the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is about righteousness and peace and joy that are found in the Holy Spirit, the person of the Holy Spirit. What is this righteousness, this rightness? Well, first of all, it's being right with God, having peace with God, that the very righteousness, the rightness of God is in us through the person of the Holy Spirit, and he wants to work his way throughout our character. Like leaven, a good leaven in us, the righteous person, the spirit called holy at work in us. And what will the Holy Spirit bring? He'll bring peace about all these discussions and a joy knowing it's not about food and drink and a joy to know that I'm not causing and you're not causing someone to stumble because of what you know is free to eat. And at the same time, not trying to persuade people to be like you are. That's the job of the Holy Spirit. It's his job to convict and to lead and to guide and to change and to transform. We need this joy, the joy of our salvation. And it's through the Holy Spirit. For the one who serves Christ in this way is acceptable to God and approved by other people. It's about serving in a particular way. It's not about eating and drinking. It's by serving through the enablement of the person of the Holy Spirit. And when he is in control, not our thoughts, but when he is in control, then we will pursue the things which make for peace and building each other up. Encouraging, comforting, and exhorting by the Spirit and building up. Not to tear people down because of food. Yes, Paul says, all things are clean, but... They're evil for the person who eats and causes offense. What do we mean here? You know that it's okay to eat burgers or bacon. And you're with people that feel like burgers and bacons are... Burger, <laughs> burgers and bacon. There aren't bacons that I know of. So don't, don't sit there and order up a big old burger with bacon on it when you know it's going to cause them stress. Obviously, if you don't know it's going to cause somebody stress, go for it. And then if you discover they're stressed by it, well, ask them to forgive you. And ask the Holy Spirit to help you remember uh, that's one of the things in their box that causes them to stumble. But he goes on to say, it's not good to eat meat or drink wine or do anything by which your brother or sister stumbles. The faith which you have, have as your own conviction before God. Know and be convinced yourself and have your own conviction before God, not everyone else. For happy is the one who does not condemn himself in what he approves. But the one who doubts is condemned if he eats, because his eating is not from faith, and whatever is not from faith is sin. Let me just close this little chat today with this last portion of verse 23 being used out of context so often, in so many places, at so many times. Whatever is not from faith is sin. Please, in the context, in the verse, in the chapter, 
It has to do with the one who is eating. Hello. Open your Bible. Romans 14. Spend some time in that chapter. Get the heart of the Father on it. And may God help us to know and to be convinced in Jesus that nothing is unclean in itself. Well, those are my reflections on I know and I'm convinced. I hope it gave you a little something today. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. Good day.